In this episode, we have our very first guest, Priya, and she shares with us her inspiring story to start a fashion company. She talks about journaling, mindfulness, entrepreneurship, self-development, past struggles, and her inspirations. Hopefully relatable. Hopefully not boring. You're, You're listening, listening to, to the Relatable Podcast. Podcast. Alright everyone, welcome back. Relatable episode 17. Um, we have a special guest today, Priya. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What are you? Where are you at in life at the moment? What are you doing? Wow. What's your routine? That's really deep What's question. Straight into it. <laughs> straight into yeah. it. <laughs> so, I am friends of Derek. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we know each other from. Oh, actually, yeah. funny yeah. story. It's funny story. So basically, I was at the hotel, and at, and that night, I was like reading books. I like to like read a book yeah. in a bar. So I went to the bar. Um, because I like the crowd, I like the music, and I yeah. was reading a book, and then Derek came up to me, and he was trying to hit me up, basically. Oh. <laughs> to, to be honest, I think I told you this briefly, like, I was doing a dating course, we can do another podcast yeah. on that, yeah. and I was just trying to, like, expand my comfort zone and stuff, right. obviously, but yeah, continue. continue. Okay. I, think, I can't remember what you said, though. Oh. What did you say? I forget. I, I think you, you were like, you, I think you started with my dress or something. Yeah, yeah. Like oh my, my dress was really nice or yeah. something like but that. At the same weird. time, it was kind of weird because usually girls don't sit there by themselves. Yeah, first of all, they usually have friends. But another thing is like, I've never seen someone in a bar before that's reading a book. Yeah. It's very uncommon. Cool. And yeah. I was so dressed up. I literally yeah. was like yeah. wearing like a red dress and like yeah. a back, like backless kind Ooh. of thing. So I was like really dressed up. Yeah. Yeah. But just reading a book. Just reading a book. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like a really like, philosophy book yeah. as well i can't remember what it is yeah i can't remember but when i was talking to you like you like straight you you thought differently like you were really a deep thinker and i noticed and yes. we got into yeah. like a philosophical <laughs> conversation yeah so we yeah. turn that into a friendship instead yeah, yeah so yeah cool. he got my number yeah i give him my, my number and then we went out and at first i was like this is gonna turn out as a date and then we just have like a really deep existential that's like oh, conversation, cool. and it was like yeah. it was like a beach yeah. day. Yeah. Okay. And then after that, we just become friends. Yeah. And then he helped me with my brand, which yeah. is like a lingerie kind of brand, mm-hmm. because I always wanted to do like fashion. Yeah. So previously, I was I finished my undergrad in psychology. Yeah. And I was doing it at UQ. And then I moved to Melbourne to actually do an entrepreneurship master, Ooh. which I hated. Oh. I, I really, really hated. <laughs> yeah. It was like, a, oh, I don't want to say where, but yeah, I really hated. Yeah. <laughs> and then I fell in love with a guy oh. <laughs> and I moved to Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> if my mom is listening to this and she will kill me. <laughs> but I moved to Sydney and then I do my master in supply chain management. But all of that happening in between, I always wanted to do something creative because yeah. when I was younger, I was like training as like a dancer, like yeah. a ballet dancer. So I always like something that is creative, that is very expressive. Yeah. And yeah, I've been having this idea that I want to do fashion brand. So I decided that I'm going to design some stuff. I'm going to like produce some stuff. And then I got it out. Derek and Steven was helping me with, the video and they went along with the photo shoot and everything and after that happened i was like so burnt out with my university stuff yeah. and then everything's just kind of like falling apart like mentally kind of thing yeah like i was like having a mental breakdown yeah. so i decided to just like take a break yeah and just stop with uni stop with my brand and everything like that <laughs> and then my partner's really supportive yeah. so Bryce is very supportive That's good. so i didn't have to like do anything basically i just took like took time off since like november and not doing anything since then really and then 
um, just traveling around with him and also just like started to help him with his businesses. Yeah. So that has been really good because I still get to work. Like I'm a workaholic, so I need to work. So I still get to work, but through someone else. So I can yeah. stop thinking about like everything that's going through my head. Yeah. So that was a good like kind of like recovering process from burnout. <clears throat> and where I am right now is I, um, I think two weeks ago I went to Melbourne and then I, um, I messaged someone who owns quite a successful laundry brand. It's like Australian brand. And I uh, found her in one of the, woman business group kind of thing on Facebook. Oh, okay. So I just like, oh, I know this brand and I just thought, why don't I just message her and see if I can meet her up? Ooh. So I just messaged her. Really? And I said to her, yeah, look, I'm I'm like based in Sydney, but I will be in Melbourne. You know, can you, would you mind catching up? I'm starting my brand as well. And she just said yes. Wow. That's amazing. Like she just said yes. Yeah. And then we, I met her in like this <clears throat> cafe in Melbourne and then I realized so many things like that it took her probably like one like she studied fashion design yeah and then it took her like one year to just playing around posting her stuff from her fashion you know degree and just playing around with Instagram just that for one year not even selling anything yeah and then she actually started her brand in 2015 and it started to like actually becoming very successful now in 2020 so i realized oh like yeah i think i put like unrealistic expectation of myself because there's so much going like on when you're doing a fashion brand this is a product-based company so it's not just oh you can just advertise yourself and that's it like you have to go through the whole supply chain process production process um and also yeah marketing process and so i talked to her and i was like oh that makes more sense and then I found like a fashion mentoring program that also kind of like touching on the similar kind of idea. So then I started calm down kind of thing. Yeah, and then yeah. I thought, okay, well, I'm just going to take this slow. Just like create Instagram posts, just three photos per day, not expecting anything. If someone's following me back, then it's like a win. Instead of thinking, oh, I'm going to sell something, I'm going to sell something. Yeah. So two weeks ago, I started to come back to this and that's kind of like my focus plus still helping my partner with his business so that's where i am now wow wow that sounds really intense so like in between all of that do you get any like downtime or anything like that downtime it's like oh rest time yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, i think like after i so what i did was i actually dropped out of last semester when i was doing my master Mm. and it was literally like week 12 or something like that like just before final exam yeah and then I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to like, Shit. I talked to a few people, obviously. Yeah. And I actually went to Tarot Card Reader as well. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, I was like literally talking to everyone, like, you know, people around me. And then at the end of the day, I was like, look, one month is like long when you don't like doing something, mm-hmm. when you hate doing something. Right. Um, so I took a break. But like people think that I wasn't doing anything November, December, and then like towards January. Um, but like you still, when you take a break from something, it's not just like you can cut everything off, you know, you yeah. still have like that conditioning where, mm-hmm. yeah. you, especially like in university setting, mm. you have been like, like kind of like worked out with like assessments and running around like all the time. So even though I was 
having a time to rest, I wasn't resting because my mind is still racing. Yeah. And I'm yeah. still thinking, like, I should be doing something. Mm. You know, like, I'm kind of, like, wasting my time. And even though I can rationalize all the psychology stuff where, like, you know, being in the present and everything yeah. else, like, uh-huh. the part of you is still conditioned to, to previous circumstances. Yeah. So I didn't really have that break until probably, like, yeah, like, towards January kind uh. of thing where I can... F- kind of rest my mind yeah. but like still not completely yeah talk, talk to us about um meditation and mindfulness because i think you and i were like we're very keen into this space of like yeah. have you guys been doing it no no i haven't are you interested yet. i'm interested my dad used to do it he was practicing to be a monk yeah um, yeah and he used really? to tell me about how he used to meditate this one time um he like was really in his zone meditating everything and he saw this light like it was yeah. like this bright light yeah. and then he was like whoa what the hell um went up to his um teacher or whatever it was like look i've just seen this light like i want to see it again he was trying to chase the light um but he never saw it again and the teacher was like don't um you're not meant to chase the light let it come to yeah. you just be calm so what have you reached that yet? No, no. Like that's not my purpose of doing meditation <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah. What's like, your purpose? Yeah. To just be in the moment, yeah. really. Like because I was talking to you about this like like a few times, right? About like the idea that like oh what is like essentially what is happiness in life. Yeah. And you can like think about different things and it might be personal to each individual. But for me I think like to be mindful with the in the present, it's probably the best thing for me. Like, that's the definition of happiness for me because, like, I have always been, like, so anxious, like, about the future or, like, not even about the future. Like, if I have to, like, come here and talk to someone, I'll be, like, like subconsciously, like, processing it, thinking about it all the time yeah. and, like, <clears throat> like, kind of thinking about the past or whatever not. And I realized that it was just, like, really bad for me mm-hmm. because that, like, reinforced overthinking. Yeah. And then I learned from Bryce as well that, like, he is, like, a type of, like, doer type of person. He doesn't think a lot. Mm. Doesn't mean that he's, like, you know, like, doesn't think about anything at all. But mm. he's not a deep thinker, yeah, like, yeah. that way. And it's really good because, like, and I just realized how good it is because you just don't think about things. You just do it. Yeah, like, just do yeah. it. Yeah. You just do it, you yeah. know. And that's, like, essentially life. Like, it doesn't matter how much you analyze things yeah. or... And I talk to Derek all the time, like, yeah. oh, I should do this and that. And yeah, and yeah it's like execution is key. Like, <laughs> yeah, what is, exactly. What is even like, it about? sounds like really lame. It sounds like I'm a motivational speaker, but like, it's true, you know? Yeah. So learning from like seeing him like carry on with his day and the way he think, the way he do things, I was like, oh, at the end of the day, it's just like being present at the moment. Like I'm here doing this podcast now. Yeah. Then instead of thinking about, Oh, what I should say next or whatever not. Yeah. And I'm just wow. enjoying this. Really? Well, maybe I don't en- I don't know. Like I'm enjoying it now. But just not not in every situation, yeah, right? Yeah, but like course. it's kind of like there's no point thinking about something else anyway. Yeah. So that's more like a mindfulness. Yeah, I was about to exactly say that. Yeah. yeah. So just be aware that you're doing it. Even yeah. if you're doing yeah. it, it's okay, just as long as you're aware. Yeah. 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 So like the meditation part comes in every day for me. So I do like this week I've do two type of meditation. In the morning I do like visualization. Whoa, so basically <clears throat> I enrolled in this course. It's like an online course. Um at this like it sounds like Italian, but I 
Um, do you know Indigo Project? It's like a psychology practice. No, I'm not aware of it. And basically, they're more like progressive psychology practice. And they have a lot of events, a lot of short courses. Like um, last event that I went to is called like Listen Up. And basically, everyone's just like lie down on the mat in a room like full of darkness and listen to music. So it's like two Whoa. hours of like mindful, like listening yeah. to music. That's kind it. Of like no one talking yeah. to you, no instructions. Yeah, it's just like just listening to music. Yeah. Which I fell asleep for two hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I didn't actually like That's so funny. People like approaching me and were like, How did you find a session? And I was like, Oh, it's very calming. But yeah. then, like I actually fell asleep like completely. I didn't yeah. listen to anything. Um and then they also do this um online course called Get your shit together. Oh. <laughs> um and I was like I enrolled in a course right away when it was launched because that was in probably November or December, which is like when I just got out of my degree and had a break. So I enrolled in this course and they have like a few meditations practices, but they're more modern meditation. It's more like they're using music and they're kind of like using visualization and different things. Um, and I'm using one of, of their meditation where they go like visualize something that you're scared of and just imagine that you're there right now, you're successful right now kind of thing. Oh, so imagine you're actually... Yeah, like get there be. and yeah. what was your barrier and what, what prevent you from, you know, moving on and imagine like how did you overcome that. So there were like kind of like a five-minute visualization yeah. kind of thing, which I, I remember like a few years ago, I thought this visualization stuff is just like a hype kind of thing. But then it kind of worked. Like it's really... Because like, as I said, at the end of the day, if reality is subjective, then who are you to judge for yourself as well as that's not true for you? Yeah. You know, like yeah. if I said, like, for example, I want to create a successful fashion brand and I keep thinking about all these problems, which I do, and then that's kind of like I'm already judging myself that I'm not going to be successful so or I'm already going to have, like, problems. Yeah. When maybe I, there might not be problems. Maybe yeah. it's, Maybe for some people it might be hard. But pretty sure for other people, it can be different too. Yeah. So this visualization thing kind of allows me to like actually believe that this reality is true. Yeah. Which is kind of true, right? Because like your brain can't differentiate what's yeah. right or what is wrong. It's just your mind that is just talking to yourself. Yeah. So I did that meditation for visualization. And I, saw, I also used the headspace one. Oh, yeah. I've used that. Yeah. So... I like the guy's voice. That's why I'm using it. Yeah. And it's like, there's no, there's no music and everything like that. So it's like, you can actually catch your thought more. Yeah. And I'm terrible at it. Like, yeah. I can't sit there not thinking. Yeah. Like, it's I hard. always no. think. Yeah. Like, yeah. and then I was think about the fact that I'm thinking. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. like, I shouldn't be thinking or something like that. <laughs> like, like every day, it's still difficult. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's just allowed me to like, recognize and catch my thought a little bit better yeah. it's just like oh be in the moment kind yeah. of thing but it's, it's a- not to get rid of thought so yeah. it's not to be enlightenment or yeah you know like anything like that it's yeah. just to be more mindful isn't it like you are allowed because yeah. i did that as well it's like you're allowed to have these thoughts just be aware that you're having these thoughts and i think they do like a breathing technique where you breathe in and out and you just yeah. focus on your breath and, like, every time your mind just has a problem or you're thinking something, just bring it back to the breath. Like, just allow yeah. it and bring it back. I think there are, like, different That's techniques. Cool. Even in yeah, Headspace, I think there are, like, a few techniques within that already. Yeah. And it depends on, like, what are you, you're working on and stuff like yeah. that. 
And I find like working out, like exercising. I think I mentioned that to you, but you never like agreed at the start. I oh, think. no, I think Are I was you? like, I, I said to you, like, oh, it's mindful as well, but I like something like music. Oh. I think I told you that. Okay, like, yeah, like yeah. listening to music, for example, can also be mindfulness yeah. kind of thing. That's true. Um, but, like, when I was dancing, it's more kind of, like, linked to that, like, the theory of, like, flow, mm. like, the flow state. And when I was dancing when I was younger, um, I really love um, going to that flow state, yeah. but I didn't realize what it is. And when I got into university... And until, like, probably recently, I don't have that anymore. Like, the flow state is kind of like, what do you say? Like, you're so immersed in that yeah. activity. Yeah, like, time flies by. Yeah, you know, like, thinking about like it, yeah. you're just, it's like kind of meditative yeah, in a way. like you're in the zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're in the zone. And then I think the, the theory, I can't remember what the guy's name is, but he has a book yeah. about this theory. And he's a psychologist as well. Um, but, yeah, he he was talking about, like, Essentially, how to be happy is to achieve the state, state, state of flow. Yes. So yeah, I was doing dancing, and I was, um, I knew that I had that in hindsight that I'm looking back because I think one of the reason I was so down and like I feel like I didn't have purpose or like having existential crisis sometimes was because like I never reached that passion or that state yeah. of flow mm-hmm. again after I got into university. Yeah. And I don't know if that's passion or whatever or not. But I'm getting into it now when I'm working out or when I'm, like, doing this fashion drawing stuff. So that's also another type of, like, mindfulness, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Talk, talk about um, before this podcast, um, for those viewers listening, um, Priya, you mentioned you had, like, this bullet journal that you started doing um, mm. in the New Year's, which helps you achieve those goals, which helps you become more mindful. Yeah. I think a lot of people know about it. And I, as I said... I was going to tell the story again that I didn't actually know about this at all until I went into a bookshop and I was looking for a fashion book and this book just like, you know, speak to me. <laughs> like it just speak to me, like this black book and just say bullet journal. And I was just like, kind of like so attractive. And I just thought, mm, it's almost new year, new year, new me. So I bought it. Didn't, didn't really read the book because I felt like it was a gimmick. And then Bryce's mom told me that it was actually good when she was reading about it. So I read it and then, oh, I was like, it makes sense because I can like track my thought, I can track my behavior and see like through a period of time, am I actually doing the things that I want to do? Or like what type of thought have been bothering me, you know, during this time or what type of things that stir up my emotions and stuff like that. So, Yeah. It's awesome. And you find it really helpful? Yeah, like, I, I love things. Like, I love organization yeah. stuff. Like, I love doing, like, diary and, like, yeah. scheduling and stuff like that. And I have just been using, like, Apple Calendar. Okay. And that's pretty much mm-hmm. it for, like, for appointments and stuff like mm-hmm. that, which I still find it useful. I still use it because, like, it's not very realistic to carry this around all the time. Yeah. And just do that. Yeah, you yeah. know, open the book and everything. Yeah. So I still find, like, electronic calendar work well yeah. but um i guess i like the writing thing. i have to say that yeah do you yeah. think there's an actual difference someone yeah. doing a calendar in computer and on physical paper yeah it's like and, and even connection. in um in the book they talk about it that like writing make you more mindful and get into that flow state better and there's not no other feeling like when you're actually trying to write something down you know and see everything so organized and 
But I'm not like, you, like with a bullet journal, you can go really creative because it's like a blank page. Yeah. And I've seen like, like if you search Google, like bullet journal, people are like going so creatively about like on their page and everything. Mm. But mine is like super simple because like I hate making like, like I'm kind of like a minute to a drawing and then realize that, oh, it's really shit. And it like <laughs> freaked me out like because of my yeah. perfectionism. Yeah. So I just keep it like really simple and just like not drawing anything and just write only. But other people go like super crazy about it. Yeah. So like, you should try. Yeah. Perhaps. What what are what are some struggles you had at the start and what benefits do do you see? At the start I was so confused. There's so much things. Like there's so like for example, in each project, like each big project that you do, instead of doing like a bullet point, you go with creating collection. So you'll create a collection in in your notebook and you'll put that page number in an index so that when you refer back to like, oh, I'm doing a, I want to do, let's say I want to do like um, fashion drawing, you know, like I want to be like a really good fashion drawer. Then I will just put the page number of this project in on my index. So in the future, I can scroll that. through that and then just go, oh, it's this page. Yeah. Instead of being, the task is being lost somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It's very well organized. Yeah. Very and then well. like, and then in that project, you have a list of tasks. You can do like time box where you can like, you know, put, assign certain hours, certain days to do the first, second, third step. How do you like break it down into like small sprints and stuff like that? And I still learn how to do it now because like there's so much you can like, put in there but at the beginning I was just like I didn't want to start a page because I didn't want to make a mistake yeah yeah you know and I'm like a massive perfectionist yeah Yeah. so I was really worried about it so that took a bit of time um but once but it's like everything right like or even my Instagram page that I just show you then like once you start doing it then you realize that like oh it's not that bad Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so and then the benefits I got from it I think it was just making me more mindful about throughout the day or the next day that I'm back. Like, I didn't write as much as I thought that I would write. Like, sometimes things are just, like, repetitive and I just, like, kind of make a brief note and not writing too much about it. Yeah. But it was just making me more mindful about how each day go and, yeah. like, what's the date? Like, is mm. it the 14th or the 13th? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. lost track of time. Yeah, yeah, like, so that's, yeah. But I just started it, like, literally probably, like, three weeks ago or something so it's still pretty new to me do you see yourself using it in the future yeah okay i'm just gonna, that's why okay. i committed to this Bring it, yeah. i bought like the notebook where that guy who wrote this book like the creator of the bullet journal like you can just use any notebook yeah, i literally like bought his products really like, yeah because you like, loved it yeah what was the what was his name i don't know oh. <laughs> <laughs> i have no idea um but yeah i think i'm gonna and he even said in a book that like um there's so much to learn, like, and then the book kind of, the, the notebook, your journal will evolve through time. Yeah. So there's still so much to learn. It'll be so fun, like, just me thinking about it. If you were to do a journal and then you, like, 15 years later, you look yeah. back on it, it'll be yeah. so cool. Yeah, because you said you, you don't really enjoy journaling, Derek. Yeah. yeah. Like, you've tried it, but... Yeah. But this actually sounds really interesting. I've heard mm. about the bullet journal for a long time, but... Yeah, yeah should Would you give it a go? Like, well, the way she's talking about it, like because I'm not like a massive fan in like yeah. kind of like journaling, like like in terms of writing my feelings and stuff like that. Yeah, and I totally agree. Where like 
most times when I write about something, it's it's just it got lost eventually. Like yeah. I don't look back on it, or I don't really review it, or anything like that. Yeah. Or even if I do to do list, I don't really like go back and review it or check it off. But this one is really, I don't know. It's just like it's different. Yeah, and I'm just curious. Um, when do you write it down? Do you write it at the end of the day? I know yeah. there's no actual uh, instruction. Depends, like, oh, okay. Yeah. But because like I work from home, I can just like oh, just whenever. So. Yeah. What they recommend though was like you do like AM reflection and PM reflection. Oh. So in the morning, you just like kind of like that typical morning routine where like you spend five minutes writing about like planning out your day, writing down what you have, what you want to accomplish, or like even thoughts that been like bothering you throughout the night, like when you can't sleep or when or your dreams dream about something that's like really like weird or personal to you. Yeah. Then in the morning, you kind of like offload whatever you have. In the previous night, yeah. So you don't keep thinking about it throughout the day. Yeah, wow. it's um, like you're putting your brain capital into it. And, and yeah, so that's yeah. like AM reflection. And that's then interesting. You have like throughout the day. I always just make notes of like my to do list. I cross it off. That's so satisfying. And then like, and then they use like different um, kind of like it's called signifier. So for tasks, you use kind of like a black like bullet kind of thing yeah and then for thoughts you you use like a dash so there's like different, different things codes. so when you look at it you can like know right away mm. oh i want to look at my thoughts or what is this category like the, what's the category of what you're writing yeah. or like appointment would be like a triangle or something yeah. like that so throughout the day i was just crossing off or if something like stood out and this take a little bit of practice um to like recognize that and put it in paper then I was just like make make the make the note down that, and he said that the trick is to not make it too like emotional yeah. because you want to be able to look back at it and just kind of like review what happened, what's the trigger, not too much of the actual emotion. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then you do a PM reflection, which sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. It depends. Um. About like how your day go, what's your thought, something like that. Same thing. Like yeah. Have you noticed any patterns? Like you've only done that for three weeks, but... Mm, not really. I think this past few weeks has been really good for me. That's awesome. So I think that's why. But I, I definitely feel like I'm keeping track with my habit a little bit better. That's cool. And stuff like that, which is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You yeah, should try. Yeah, I will. I will give you the books. The book tomorrow. Maybe yeah. But I think what you said, like, if I was a journal, I might not like it. I think this podcast medium in itself is like a journal, mm. yeah, a reflection mm. blog type thing. There's many ways you can do it, but the general principle is still there. That you're trying yeah. to be more mindful. That you're trying to audit everything that you do from yeah. day to day. Mm. Yeah. Correct. Mm. So do you feel less anxious now, like a little bit more? Yeah, happier? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So like, oh, I think a lot of anxi- my anxiety comes from people because yeah. I hate people. Yeah. I just hate yeah. them. So you consider yourself <laughs> an introvert, right? Yeah, it's so yeah. interesting. We talked about it like so many times and I think I evolved so much yeah. from I our first com- yeah. conversation because like I used to be like super introverted. I, I just absolutely hate people and I still hate people now. <laughs> but like... When I was having my undergrad, I have no friends whatsoever. Mm. Like, I have no single friend. I don't want to talk to anyone. I hate going out. And I really get, like, I get super anxious, like, social anxiety when I have to, like, even, like, go to, like, a doctor appointment mm. and, like, talk yeah. to the reception or something mm. like that. And then after I met Bryce, he's a very social person. Like, Derek knows him well. Yeah. Like, he's super extroverted. Yeah. And he will want to talk to everyone in this world. 
And at the beginning, it gave me a massive anxiety because, like, we go out partying together. And I like partying, but it was really funny because I, I like partying for the reason of expressing myself. Yeah. And he likes party because he wants to meet new people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, slowly, because I go out with him so much and stuff like that, now I feel like I'm not as anxious anymore. So, and I, I feel like a part of me is still an introvert. Like, yeah. if I have a choice, I still want, I, I still want time for myself yeah and i have been thinking like this past couple of weeks whether have i turned into an extrovert or if i'm being an ambivert or what is it yeah. because like i actually now enjoy like going out with people and i feel like if i locked myself at home too much then i like i get like almost depressed as wow. well yeah. it's interesting yeah so but then i came into a conclusion that i like to go out but not necessarily meeting people so i think um who I am as a person, like my personality, which tend to remain constant during your mm. lifetime, um, is still an introvert, like in an introvert spectrum, which is like I need to recharge by being with myself. Mm. And I think that's what introvert or extrovert mean. It doesn't mean like, oh, I don't talk to people, I'd like to talk to people. It's more like how do you recharge your energy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And extroversion kind of like they get energy when they're around people or they get to talk mm. and stuff like that. So yeah. I think it's more... Of like that. But I think, like, you can learn to, like... That's why I realized, like, if someone is scared of networking or someone is scared of talking to people or, like, asking for a job or anything like that, it's just a matter of, like, practicing and, like, exposing yourself mm. to that thing. Yeah, wow. Slow steps. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. in the past, before you were aware of all of this, like, for yourself and were less mindful if you were to do this today uh, like in the past in this situation come to this house and do this podcast how would you feel i think a podcast would like in a small group setting yeah it wouldn't be too bad yeah um i think i'm really good at like talking in like one-on-one and i think that's most introvert they're like they enjoy the more personal meaningful Mm. one-on-one conversation yeah but when it's like big group then you're just kind of like Like, you have a little bit of, like, anxiety. Yeah, yeah. uh-huh. But even when I, I come here today, I was like, what am I going to talk about? Like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and I was like, oh, who's this person? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know this person. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I subconsciously, I know that I'm still, like, thinking about it. Like, yeah. Yeah. processing, like, oh, what's it going to be like? And, you know, stuff yeah. like that. But it's super chill vibes here. Yeah. yeah. Super chill. chill. Yeah. And then, like, I started talking so much, I don't even know why. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. You're, well, you're saying interesting things, for sure. So, you're not okay. saying anything wrong. <laughs> Moving away from this, um, I'm because I know you a bit, you like entrepreneurship and two people that I think you like is Gary Vee and Steve Jobs because you read his book. Many I don't times. think I like Gary Vee as much anymore. Okay. I don't think I watch his stuff at all this past, like, months. Because I think it's, like, the same stuff. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's, cool. he's not good. I mean, like, it's just the same stuff kind yeah. of thing. Um, I think I like Jordan, like, not business person, but Jordan Peterson. It's, like, more like the psychologist that I'm listening to. Um, Steve Jobs. I think there's just, like, always special place for me for Steve Jobs. And it's not because, like, it's not about, like, oh, he's making a lot of money. Like, when I told people that, oh, I really like Steve Jobs, and people would be like, oh, it's so bad, like, he's so greedy, he's so rude to people, he's so, like, you know, mean. Like, maybe pers- in personal life, but it's more kind of like his professional and his business life, mm-hmm. where, like, 
you realize there are a lot of people who do great things and I think that's that's one of an important values to me and that's why I like him um, because my value is kind of like I want to gain mastery in things that I'm doing like I want to be at the top of whatever I'm doing mm-hmm. and it's so important to me in terms of like not self-development of like oh becoming a better person it's like I want to be the best at this field that I choose to be so when you think about that people who get there and or you say people who change the world or whatever they have to have certain conviction and this is called reality distortion in in the case of steve jobs Mm. so you have to have a conviction that this is true even though other people see the impossible you know and it's like kind of similar things about that visualization thing yeah Yeah. but for him it's so natural because Mm. he knows that it's going to happen he's knows that it is possible and that's what he wants to do Though, obviously, it comes with expense of, like, you know, like, conflict with people or being an asshole to other people. But, like, his vision pushed other people's, you know, intelligence, capability, capacity to do things that they don't ever think they can do. And even Elon Musk is like that. Yeah. You know, like, if everyone just think about things that are in the box and if they're not pushy about it, yeah. then you can't get people to the other side. Mm-hmm. So I think it's not so much about the money or about how he treats other people. And interpersonal stuff is less important to me because, like, I hate people. So I was like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But, like, yeah, it's more just, like, that admiration of having that conviction and that pushing people forward to do things. Yeah, that drive. And it seems like most successful people who do stuff like that leave a legacy and do some innovation stuff like Elon Musk. You have to get to a point where you just don't really care what other people are saying because yeah. you, you live in that reality, you live in that vision that you have in your head. You yeah, know? and then for them it's true. Yeah, and it's like, true. It's real, you know. Yeah, like I wow. like for I don't know, like like not that I believe in everything that they're doing, like going to Mars or whatever. Like I'm I'm skeptical about it, but I'm pretty sure for him, like he knows that it? this yeah, is yeah. going to happen. Yeah, and how would you do it otherwise if you? really don't yeah if you don't believe yourself if you don't think it's true like you know like for him it's like and it's like such a simple idea when we talk about it but most people don't think about things that way Mm -hmm. most people and this is like and this is me included most people complain and most people think about problems and that's what we live like how we live our life like and it sounds like so simple and sounds like cliche of like oh think about the impossible but in reality that's not how we live yeah, day to day, I think people yeah. mostly, myself included, just think about yeah. like random same. stuff, like, yeah. oh, what are people thinking of me, or what's yeah, on the same. news? Like, yeah. what, it's it's like what I call it is like low vibration energy, where you yeah. just does, does, doesn't really matter. Where someone like Elon Musk, he probably doesn't have time to think about what people, what how am I dressed and stuff. Yeah. That's probably why you know Steve Jobs probably wears one shirt a day, he just doesn't care. Yeah. Or like Mark Zuckerberg, how he just wears a t shirt, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Though I I heard that like Elon Musk is pretty sensitive. Oh, okay. Like he's actually quite a sensitive person. Like yeah. I read his book, his biography, um, but he's actually quite a sensitive person. Oh. Like he cares a lot when like what the press said and stuff like that. Really? I think. But he still does it though. That's like, he's, what... like for example, I remember an interview um, with some Apollo people or something. They 
went against his um, SpaceX thing and he looked up to them, but mm. he still does it. Like, he's just disappointed, but he still, he still yeah, keeps like, going. Yeah, I know that, like, the way that he responds to media, like, is so, it's very, like, direct because, like, he feel like he's, like, he feel hurt kind yes. of thing. But anyway, we're talking about someone else, which yeah. I don't even know if it's true or not because most times, how do you know that it's true anyway? Like, people, there's so much information out there and yeah, so many people are writing things about this thing or that thing or yeah. him or this person. And sometimes you wonder, like, oh, Maybe this person might be completely different from what you think. You yeah, know? yeah, because like, we, yeah, we never met him. Yeah, we never met him. So, so I, true. yeah. Yeah. That's kind of my That's take. Who, who else do you look up to besides mm. these people? Is there anyone recently or? Recently. I mean, like, what I thought about when you were like, oh, talk about Steve Jobs and stuff like that, when you sent me the note, I was like, I feel like I grow out of that a little bit, okay. like, personally, because I feel like, like in the past, because I was trained in ballet as well, and that's a lot of that is like mastery kind of idea. And now I still have that drive, like that's still my value. But things have changed, like relationship with people that are important to me, like Bryce, or like you know, with you as a friend. Like I prioritize like your our relationship. Like come, I decided to come here, not to go to my yeah. fashion class, for Appreciate example. That. So like it's like I think my value chain, like priority, has changed a little bit. So even though I still look up to these people, it doesn't mean that like, oh, I strive to like actually become one of them. And I still think about it, whether like I would be willing to sacrifice, you know, my personal life or like the balanced lifestyle for yeah. to achieve great yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, and I'm still hesitating. Like if I'm, because I always thought that I, I would. Like, I would do anything to get to the top. Yeah. And to do great things. Mm. But now I think that's changed a little bit. Yeah. I think so. that's what Gary Vee talks about as well. Like, yeah. the idea of entrepreneurship. Like, everyone just likes the idea. They want to leave legacy and stuff, but they don't think about, you know, what actually takes. Like, you probably have to work 18 hours a day. Your rela- something, yeah. Something's going to be sacrificed. Like, your relationship, exactly. your time, like yeah. your health, all that stuff. Exactly. So it's interesting how you're reprioritizing your life. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, it's not like, oh, I have a revelation that, you know what, I should be Zen and I should be meditating every day. Mm-hmm. Like, I still, like, I still two minds about it. But I think I look up to Bryce quite a lot, like, my partner. Because, like, as I said, like, he is just, like, a very, like, you look up to him and he doesn't realize it, but he is really inspiring. Because, awesome. like, like, for example, he took his business of his like family and stuff like that and you know things happen and he just have to to do it kind of thing yeah but like because he doesn't think too much he just kind of go oh just do it just do it just do it and when you see someone who's just like such a doer they just do it every day that's kind of like inspiring then just like having keep having the same conversation with someone all the time and then at the end, no one is doing anything. Yeah, you know what? I'm mean? just talking about it. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. but when you you live with someone, you share a life with someone who's like, oh, just go, just do things, even as simple as that, it's like super inspiring. Yeah, and, and he doesn't complain and stuff like that. Oh, it's that's like, awesome. It's so yeah. weird, like different mindset. Different <laughs> mindset. Like, yeah, and he and I don't know if it's like parenting related stuff as well. Like his parents probably like raised him really well as well. Um, he never thinks that things are not possible like not in, like you know everything is possible for him and he's just thinking about everything it's like oh this is a problem if this is a problem we just need a solution to solve it how to solve problems you know that's, that's all he thinks yeah. like whereas yeah. for me like if there's a problem i just want to complain about it for a little bit like yeah. i might know what i have to do yeah. but like i just mm-hmm. want to complain about it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it's kind of like it's just so weird like how can you not complain about it <laughs> how does this want to solve 
like problems and like it's funny because like he's always like I don't understand like you know people around me why like why are they not just why are they complaining so much I'm so exhausted listening to other people complain it's so funny like yeah. he works so differently yeah that's interesting um yeah. two things I want to say about that one is like because previously you said you look up to like so ce- not celebrities but like mm. entrepreneurs like mm. Gary Vee but now it seems like you actually have a physical person like yeah. Bryce your partner yeah. that you can actually see in real life because yeah. I feel like some people it's almost like he's a mentor some people listen to YouTube videos for inspiration. Some people read books. Mm. Some people like go to seminars and yeah, events. But yeah. when you actually have the person and you're living with them, yeah. you're doing day-to-day things with them, it's like that quote, you become the five mm. people you surround mm. yourself with. So you become him. Yeah. Like mm. you become, you, you might not even know, like subconsciously you take part of his like I think I do, personality. for sure. Yeah. Like I do for sure. I think like I become much more like, yeah, less anxious and stuff yeah, like that. That's, awesome. I think partly because of him. And like I, like he is probably the only one like that. I'm surely, surely certain that when he said, "Oh, this is what I'm gonna do," like, "Oh, I want to be a billionaire," or whatever, he's the only one that I believe that's gonna happen. Yeah. You know, like compared to other people, I'm like, "Oh, like we'll see how it goes." You know, good for you, and we'll see how it goes. He's like yeah. probably the only one I'm like truly convinced. Yeah, but yeah, I used to be like like seminar junkie before as well. Yeah, when you mentioned like going to seminar and stuff like that, I was just like jump from seminar to other seminars. Yeah. And then at the end, not doing anything yeah. in my life. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a lot of seminar. Like, they give you a lot of practical advice, but in the end, like, you have to apply it. And are you going to apply exactly. it? And I think there's a thing in self-help. I'm, I'm very guilty. I'm mm. a hypocrite. But, like, when you go to seminars and you don't do the stuff that they do, it tricks your brain saying, like, oh, I went to the seminar, so I'm actually doing something productive. I know. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, haven't yeah, done yeah. anything. Yeah. Oh, like, when you're, like, reading a book, even, like, yeah. you think, like, you're le- reading, like, a self-development book and you feel so, like... Like oh, yeah, so much energy! You know? yeah, like, yeah. I have so much energy. I'm doing something. I'm improving myself. <laughs> but in the end, you're just impressive. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Very interesting. Yeah. Ooh, so you you seem very happy with your life. Yeah, I am. Yeah, that's. Awesome. I feel like this is the happiest I have ever been in my life. Wow. Like everything is like like kind of like you know coming together, and you know I was struggling with like you remember I was like saying I was struggling with my family stuff like yeah. my mom like, my relationship with my mom yeah. And that has improved. Like, my mom and I talk now. I'm going back to Bangkok as well to see her. So everything is just kind of, like, slowly coming together. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Where do you, where do you see yourself in, like, five, ten years, if that's okay to ask? Like, do you have a general plan? Like, continue Yeah, I think it's just stuff? my fashion brand. Yeah. I would envision it to be quite successful that's in cool. terms of, like, actually having profit and stuff like that. And we probably travel a lot, like, because Bryce loves traveling. Yeah. So I think that's going to be, like, a big part. And, yeah, I remember, like, I used to, like, a couple of months ago when I just finishing up, when I just took taking a break, and I was, like, I hate when people ask me, like, what do you do? That's what I hate. And, like, yeah. um, what do you want in life? And I was, like, well, I don't know what I want in life. But then they keep asking me the same question, but, like, what do you really want? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what I want. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. when you, like, talk to people, like, oh, I'm having existential crisis because, like, everything feels so empty. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then people are like, what do you really love? And I'm like, but that's the point. Yeah, I don't know what I really love. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, all these people are like, oh, follow your passion, doing things. But then, like, when you're so lost, you're so, just you don't know like, what passion is and stuff. Yeah, it's just, like, you like, kind of, like, um, like don't even know who you are kind of thing yeah. so when people ask me that question previously like probably like a month ago i would be like so stressful <laughs> but now i kind of like get a general idea of like yeah. you know so i reckon what i hear is like you're still going with the flow but at this current point in time you want to pursue that fashion thing and yes. you like where you're going 
at the current given point in time. Yeah. And I don't think I'm ready for like um like I, when I was younger, I used to like literally every New Year I would like lay out my goals and I would just break it down in like you know um semi annual quarterly kind of like what am I going to achieve in each quarter and stuff like that. What am I going to achieve in six months to get here? And I really enjoyed that when I was younger. But now, you know, even though I have this goal, like general goal that I want to do fashion, I don't think I would do that anymore at this stage because like I feel like everything is so goal-oriented and yeah. I'm I'm still like that subconsciously, but I try to remove myself from being completely goal-oriented. And that's why the fashion class for me is really good because you're learning a completely new skill. And you have to go through the process of like, oh, you just have to enjoy the process because it's going to take so long to be able to actually draw professionally or to be able to sue professionally or, you know, what I mean. Like, so it was really good because that's also helped with mindfulness and enjoying the process instead of thinking about like, oh, this is my goal. This is my goal. This is my goal. Yeah. It's like a gym. uh, It's like not a gym. It's like a seminar junkie but like gold junkie <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, that's yeah. So that's, that's cool like, yeah it's hmm. interesting so you would say that you are happy where you are now what advice would you give your previous self or anyone that's had a similar situation to you so for example maybe they're at uni they don't like what they're doing they yeah. want to follow a particular passion in your case fashion in their case like starting a company yeah. yeah I think I have that revelation yesterday that like you have to learn to trust yourself and it, I think it's a very hard thing like there are a few things in life that I knew that like I don't want to do it and but it, I should be doing it like it's yeah. more rational to have my master get an internship and then slowly learn you know um, about fashion in a company first and then come and maybe open your fashion brand later. And that's the right way to do it too. But I think at the end of the day, you know, your mental health is so important and like you need to listen to your intuition and practice, almost like practicing to trust yourself kind of thing. And when I, before I decided whether I want to drop off last semester, I was like, am I going to regret this? Yeah, and that's, like, the biggest question for myself. Mm. But I think that's another important thing. It's, like, when you need a break, you you will know it. You intuitively will know it. And it means that you just should you should do should it. Do it follow your heart. Follow but at the same time, I also have another reflection of, like, because I still always think, oh, maybe I should go back and just finish it or whatever not. It's also important to, like, listen to your intuition but pursue that intuition till the end. Like, for example, I have this intuition that I really like creative stuff yeah. and I like fashion. And it, my intuition might be wrong. At the end of the day, I might not be doing fashion business because I realize I don't like it. But what I realize is that if I, if you keep going back and forth between different tuition, intuitions and then you'll just keep wondering to yourself, oh, like, should I have done this? So it's kind of like if I'm doing fashion course right now or fashion business right now, it doesn't matter if I will like it or if I will end up being successful or not. But at least I don't ask myself that question of like, oh, maybe that could be the one. Maybe I could have done that. Yeah. When what would it be like if I've done it? Yeah. But like with my degree, I have done it. Yeah. 
through as much as I can. Yeah. And though, even though I can, I can always go back to it, for example. But you know, like you, you follow your intuition yeah. and you pursue it through until, yeah. and there's no right or wrong. Yeah. You know, my, as I said, your intuition might be wrong, but what's important is you pursue it through, complete it, and just like, okay, I have done it. It's not right for me. It's right for me. I think, yeah. yeah. That's more important than like knowing what you want to do in life, or more important than like, um, you know, maybe I should not change my plan. Mm. I think there there should be flexibility in what you want to do, how you should live your life. I guess. That's so freaking mind blowing. That's yeah. so that's so nice. That's great. great. I love that. Yeah, I love that. great mindset. Wow. Yeah. God damn! Wow, that even motivated me. Like, <laughs> I I needed to hear that. That's amazing. Wow. Mm. Okay. Cool. Ooh. Did you have any more that you would like to say or speak about today? About anything else? I don't know. I mean, like, I normally really we know. talk for like four hours. Yeah. yeah. Four or five hours. Yeah. Literally. I could listen to you all day, honestly. You have like such insightful things to say. That's amazing. Start a new business. Yeah. In front of the camera. <coughs> talk to you for four hours. I feel like everyone is trying to do that these days, though. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're trying to like create like. I don't know, and it's not a motivational speaker, but I feel like there's so so many People speakers. Do that, yeah. so many but are they credible? That's another question. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to say, isn't it? Yeah. Even like to yourself, like you might feel like, like three of us might feel like, oh, this is definitely going somewhere. But then we put it out there, and then, like people are like, what are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when my things like we're so great, like. <laughs> No one was like. Yeah, it's everything subjective. Maybe we think we're great. Other people think we're just stupid. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm, that's why you have to find your niche. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, that's there's true. always a niche for everything. Yeah, it's very true. Um, did you want to plug anything in, like yeah. your business, your yeah, Instagram page, if you want? You don't have to. Oh sure. So my new in. So I just started my Instagram page four days ago because I realized that well, I should take action. It has been really good, and I'm have I'm not selling anything yet, and I probably am not going to sell anything yet for a couple of months. Just kind of like experimenting with how to do Instagram, how to post photos, mm-hmm. but also at the same time understanding like what the audience is like and who's actually going to follow my page. So my lingerie brand is called Priya, P R E E A, and then my um my Instagram page is Priya P R E E A underscore Atelier. Like atelier, underscore A-T-I-E-L-E-R. what? A T I E L E R. Like a- atelier, like a fashion house. Oh, okay, yeah. That's why. To be honest, yeah. I'm not very like <laughs> anyway. familiar with that. But yeah, awesome. Anyways, we'd like to thank you as a guest, being our yeah. first guest. Um, we'll love to have you back on if you want, just to keep updating stuff if you want. Um, but thanks a lot. Thank you. And thanks for guys for listening, and we'll um see you next episode. Bye.